Hi, I'm Robert Wall, and you are listening to Spoiler Country. Hey, hey, people of Earth, it's time to enter the Spoilerverse via our secret portal at the exclusive Arctic Club in beautiful downtown Seattle with our hosts, John and Kenrick. Welcome to Spoiler Country. Hey, if you're listening to our show for the first time and you're on one of the social medias that we're on, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those kinds of things, you should always check us out on Spoilerverse.com. But... If you want to keep up with our latest episodes, you should bring out your smartphone, get into your favorite podcaster, find Spoiler Country, and hit subscribe. Then you'll get all our new stuff. And if you want to reach out to us, you can do that in two ways. You can call us, leave us a voicemail at 707-656-2080. Again, 707-656-2080. Or you can shoot us an email at spoilercountry at gmail.com. Folks, today we're going old school. Uh, I'm Ken Gregan. That's that's Johnny over there, and you're you're listening uh, to Spoiler Country. It's uh, it's like that's old old school, man. <laughs> are you are, are, are we on? You're, you're harking back three years ago, man. On, on, a, on our non exciting uh, monotone intros, there. I'm telling you, man. Wanted to go old school in this one because uh, yeah, Let's usually be honest, we, it's early and you don't want to wake anybody up. Well, there's that too, but. It's just kind of funny because I was thinking about it last night. We got we're we're very boisterous because we have a lot of fun on the show. Yeah, and you know when you start off with a lot of energy, then it brings the energy up. You know, and uh, I was just thinking last night it'd be funny if you and I talk today, and I just kind of like go total monotone. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like, "Wait, what the fuck?" Because then you'd be like, "Well, I could have done this." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wasn't expecting it to be honest. That's for sure. <laughs> No, seriously, guys. Welcome back to Spoiler Country. <laughs> there you go. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. We both got lucky this year and bought houses. I mean, you you kind of went a weird way because you bought a house. It feels like you bought a house six months ago, <laughs> moved in, and two months later <laughs> said, I hate this place. I'm buying a different house. <laughs> it was 18 months. There's there 18 months in between. But was yeah, it 18 I mean, months? It was, was it a year and a half? House. Yeah, it really seemed really fast. It did seem fast. And I, the house was not. Well, you, well, that old house. Kaylee hated great. that house as soon as you guys moved in, basically. Yeah, because as soon as we got into it, we realized that it wasn't, it wasn't big enough for us and the kids. You know, we had kids sharing rooms and. And oh no! <laughs> it was not good. Oh my god, that's so funny! I shared a room forever until people moved out of our house growing up. I didn't share a room. I had, I had two rooms growing up, man. I was I had I had two rooms and a garage to play in. Well, listen awesome. to you. You've been one percenter your whole life. Listen to this guy, <laughs> right? One percenter, my double wide trailer, sub one percenter. <laughs> but you uh, you got a new house. I got a new house. Yeah, which is exciting. Um, you know, what's funny is that for people who don't know, we're in the Seattle area and the housing market here is weird because one, it's way too expensive. You're not getting the house that you feel like you should be getting for the prices that you pay. I moved way outside of the Seattle area because I just didn't want to pay exorbitant prices, you know? And I was looking, have you looked at your home value since you've purchased? 
I have, yeah, yeah. Has it gone? Which up? I just did. Has it gone up a bit? It's it's gone up quite a bit, yeah. Dude, mine went up over a hundred grand. Yeah, and, and it's the only two been, months I've been, been here. in your house for three months, two months. It doesn't make any sense. It's like what? Yeah, I don't, I don't get home. I don't. I just don't get it. I think it's just the fact that there's been a lot of purchases in this area, and I get they must be going up and up and up. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's 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 the Seattle market's crazy. It's like uh, this it goes up, and I mean, I keep thinking it's going to be a a, a burst every time. There never is. The houses just go up in value, and it's like more and more expensive to buy a house around here. And it's like if you, I feel like if you don't get a house now, you're not going to be able to afford one in two years because they're just going to be insanely expensive. Oh, dude, I, I I blame it on the big tech companies in this area because we have Amazon oh, yeah. and Microsoft and Google has a big presence here now. And Facebook has purchased a huge plot down oh. by Microsoft where they're building like six or seven buildings or something like that. It's the latest. I know they purchased this thing, this huge lot. The late, the rumor is six to seven buildings, but it could be less. I'm not too sure. And then, yeah, the tech industry makes it hard here because it's nice because it's jobs, but well, some people so are just making way too much money. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> God damn. They go in and they're just like, well, and what happens is they, they put an escalator clause. Well, we'll just pay, you know, 5% more than whatever your last bid is. And so it just drives the price up, you know? Yeah. You know, we're going to, and the thing is they sell stock and they, they'll have cash. So they don't have to worry about a bank saying no based off of home value of whatever, who does the uh, inspection. Right. Right. So they come in and they want to buy a house for 500,000. They got $800,000 in cash because they sold a bunch of their stock and then they go, okay, well we'll just go 5% over up until like 750 or whatever, you know, whatever their bare their limit is, but it's way above what somebody who's going through like an FHA loan can do. So it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy, crazy because, uh, we got lucky on the house that we got because the lady just, you know, I don't know how many offers she got, but she wanted to sell to us. So we, we just gave her full asking price, but she was like, boom, done. That's yeah. Great. We did full asking price for ours too. Cause we don't want to lose it. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, is you don't know you could do, that's the they thing with the yeah. Seattle market. You could say full asking price, but if somebody comes in that wants it, like, you know, and they put an escalator clause and they'll say, Hey, well. We'll give you five percent more, whatever the last offer is. Yeah, yeah. We had to, uh, we had a uh, contingency in ours too, because we had to, you know, say, yeah, we'll buy your house for full asking price, but we've got to sell your sell other our house. house first. Yeah, and that was, and they had just, uh, they had just gotten gone through one of those, and it fell through. So they were very, they were very lenient, or not lenient. They were very uh, hesitant, apprehensive about taking another um, contingency offer. But yeah, uh, they decided they, you know, sent them over. Here's our house. Here's what houses in our neighborhood are selling for. And, uh, they, you know, accepted it, and then we ended up selling our house in like three days, which was awesome. Right, and uh, then got into this one. Crazy times, man. Crazy, crazy times. It is. I mean, we both bought we both bought houses and moved in the middle of a pandemic, which seems like a really bad idea, but a lot of people are doing it too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> shit, man. I I was sharing a tiny, tiny house with my nephew. You know, yeah. and I'm almost fifty. He's in his twenties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah, just no, say I, we have I, two I different fully perspectives. Paying on house. I lived in that house for a year with the, with, with all the kids. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's tiny. Yeah, but oh, yeah, it's crazy. It's it's just a crazy time, dude. It now, is, but things. I mean, things are getting better. You know, I mean, we have our houses now. We're uh, have places to to stretch and, and breathe. That the yep. podcast is doing amazingly well. Um, you Which know, is nuts. life seems to be getting better. The pandemic's still going, but there's a vaccination going on. You know, coming out now, and people in the family are getting it, which is amazing. Yep. And uh, you know, it's. Things are, are, are looking up. I mean, things aren't great, but things are looking up. Things are starting to turn around. Can you believe it's been almost a month since Christmas already? That's crazy. But yeah, 
I mean, but also Christmas feels so long ago too, because everything in this last year feels like every day feels long. <laughs> to me, it felt like it was just a week ago. I don't know what you're saying, but to me, it was like, <laughs> what the fudge? It, it's going so fast. Uh, yeah. We, we, looking back now, it's been a month. Is there a toy or something you got at Christmas that you're like, okay, that's, that's the, that's, that's, yeah, that's the, that's the coolest thing I got. Uh, not really. I didn't really get lots, a lot of stuff for Christmas. I don't ask for stuff for Christmas. I don't really care. I, yeah. I prefer to get I'm the same things. way. I don't ask um, for things, I got but some, I get them. <laughs> I got some interesting stuff from Kaylee. Uh, she got me some throwing knives, which is kind of cool. She um, got you throwing she knives? She got me some, uh, <laughs> uh, like just outdoor accessory stuff. Cause we're yeah. doing lots of outdoors, which is fun. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, not, I mean, not really. I don't really, I, I, to me, Christmas is more about giving stuff to the kids and the family and, uh, making sure that Kaylee's happy. I bought Kaylee a shit ton of stuff for her Jeep That's this year. That's not my year. question, though, dude. Um, I understand that. I'm the same way. But you do get stuff. <laughs> you get stuff yeah. every year, whether you ask for it or not. And I'm just curious, is there one thing that you got that you're like, oh, that was really cool that when I opened it, maybe you're like, oh, that's that's cool. But, you know, but now that's been a month, you're like, I play with it all the time. Or maybe there's nothing. Maybe you're like, yeah, everything was cool, but I, there's nothing that just kind of stood out that I play with almost every day. Well, nothing I play with, but I can tell you the coolest gift that I got. I don't know if it's the coolest, but the most heartwarming gift that I got. Um, my nephew, JT, he's 24 now. Uh, so I have a cat. I had a cat, Spike. I got him in like 2002. He's a black cat. He was the coolest cat in the world. When I moved out, um, my mom wouldn't let me take him with me because she liked him. Um, she says because she paid a vet bill, but she liked having him at yeah. the house. So she kept my cat and I'd go over and visit him all the time. And he was my cat forever. And well, they had to, he had to be put down. Yeah. Um, in November. So he was 18. He was almost 19 years old and he had to be put down. And then, so for Christmas, uh, JT gave me, um, he t- had a picture of, of spike and, uh, had it framed up in this nice frame and gave me a, you know, framed picture of spike for about like a week before he had to be put down. So that's, that was a, a touching gift. Oh, that's nice. See, that's cool. That's cool. Mine was a, um, <laughs> mine's not touching by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, I got, it's kind of funny. I don't ever ask for anything. And I'm the same way. Like I could care less if I got anything, you know, spending time with the family is what it is. Just like you were saying, you know, that's why Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because it's nothing to do with gifts. Right. You know, it's literally just coming together and eating food. And I, I, I love that. Um, but I got this ball. It's got two propellers on it. Right. And you turn it on and it goes up in the air, but then it has a sensor underneath a light sensor underneath it. And so as it floats up in the air, it start it comes back down. But when you put your hand underneath it, you cover that sensor. You don't have to touch it. You just cover that sensor and it goes back up. And so you can literally just sit there and, and have this ball floating in your hand. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, with the thing. And it's a ton of fun. And I don't know, but I literally play with it almost every single day. And <laughs> that's you, cool. I that plug it fun. in, you know, and it was like a four dollar thing. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and I got like, I, mean, I got this, uh, controller, the, uh, the razor Kishi and you put it into, you put your phone into it and it connects through USB C and it right. makes it look like the original to me. It makes it make it look like the original Sony handheld that they have in the early two thousands. Yeah. Yeah. The PSP. Yeah. The PS, that's what it was. PSP. And, uh, I really, really wanted that. Right. And I bought one for right. Tafine, which is hilarious because then she bought one for me. <laughs> nice because we both play fallout 76 and right. you can play that on your phone right yeah, through the cloud so we're like this but I've, I've used it like two three times and i haven't played with it since 
That's funny. <laughs> so the one thing that I really wanted, I don't play with very much. And then the stupid little ball that floats up and down, I play with constantly. That's right. Actually, you know what? One thing I got, not for Christmas, but you know, um, uh, we just, so Sumner, our buddy Sumner just sent us some, some uh, a gift box of, of stuff of Titan. Yeah. And, and it was My Hero Academia toys, which my daughter and I watch all the time, my, my, my son. And uh, she gave she gave me one of the characters, Bakugo, and I have it on my desk and he has all spiky hair and I'm always playing with his, I'm always like poking his hair and moving his arms around. <laughs> so I play with that thing all the time, which is this little Bakugo toy from uh, from My Hero Academia. But it's a funny story. You know how uh, we've talked about Christmas before and um, I always talk about how my sister always buys me these like Barnes and Noble big like coffee table books of like Batman or Superman or Spider-Man or something like that. Yeah. Every year. Well, this year she couldn't get out to to obviously because, you know, everything's on fire. Yeah. Um, Amazon's so she, closed. I was all online and she ordered, <laughs> so she ordered a book, right. a Batman book for me. Cool. I, except for it's like, it, <laughs> normally they're like, you know, these big coffee table books. This one is uh villains of Gotham city. And it's literally like two inches by one inch in size. Whoa. It is a tiny little hardback book in a slip, in a slip case. It looks like a nice fancy book. Um, but it's, just, it's just a super tiny little book. It has a dust jacket and then you, it, you open it up and it's like, a hundred pages and it's like a full on book of talking about all the villains of Batman, but it's like it, they're like smaller than a post-it note, the book. It's so tiny and it's hilarious. Cause you know, every year I get these giant books from her and this year she's like, yep, yeah, this one came in and it's really tiny. That's hilarious. That's <laughs> hilarious. It was not, that was not on purpose. <laughs> Dude, have you ever done gift wrapped on Amazon? I have. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see gift wrapping available this year. I saw like they say gift wrapped available, but it would be, it would be in a bag. Like a gift bag. Yeah, it's all it, it's all bags now. All of its bags now. Yeah, I'm they like, don't actually, I don't they don't actually wrap anything anymore. Yeah, as far as I know, I don't want that. I want to pay for wrapping. Yeah, yeah it comes in, it comes in a bag with the little tie on the top of it, and uh, it's like whatever. Yeah, that's lame. That's a cop out. It's lame, and they charge you well, the same. Yeah, it's it's faster and cheaper for me. I got to make that nope. dollar. Well, I'm not going to do it anymore. I did it one year. I used it all for almost a bunch of to- a bunch of stuff, you know, and it was yeah. it was awesome. It saved me so much time. Right, you right. Know? So I was like, oh, this is great. And then this year I was excited because there was like a couple things I wanted to do, especially for ones that should be from, from quote unquote Santa Claus, you know? Right. Because then it's like different pa- wrapping paper than what you guys, than what you have. So everything's different about it. And then it was like, oh, would you gift bags? F off. Gift bags. Right. Get out of here. Right. So just, and then charge me know. the same. Then you should half the cost. Yeah. Cut the cost down and make it better. Yeah. But no, I'm not never doing that again. I'm like, Mm-mm. yeah, no, I just wrap myself. Yep. It takes, it's, it's too much time. Yeah. I, I mean, it doesn't take that much time. I just honestly do. I just hate wrapping. I hate right. doing it. I don't care for, I mean, I, it's, it's nothing. It's, it's passive for me, but I don't, I don't care. I, I'll, yeah, I'll if skip I'm just if sitting around watching TV and I can just sit there and do it fine, you know, but right. I'm not the best rapper. So it's like, no, eh. I'm not either. And I don't want to sit there and, oh, I don't know. And then having to like, keep I, all that crap. You know, right. put it in bins, stick it in the garage, and have this Christmas bin. Yeah. It's just like Jesus Christ, do we have to have all this shit? You do, you do. It's it's it's, it's American. It's the American way, man. You got to have a garage full of shit, otherwise you're not American. I guess I should know. I have a garage full of shit. <laughs> oh, so do I. <laughs> Actually, it's not as bad. I don't know if you ever came over to the Bothell House, um, but that garage was stacked from. Yeah, yeah. No, I've seen it a couple times. Or I saw it a couple times. Yeah, and this is now. It's not like that at all. It's you know it's good. We got it. Pretty much, and the house is almost—it's getting close. It's we getting keep close, uh, getting things cleaned up, and then doing doing finding some new project to do, and then mess, make, making it messy again, and then trying to clean then clean it up, and then doing it again. Yep. Like we just we just uh, we just shiplap the wall behind our bed in our bedroom. Did and you like that? The wall downstairs. Do you like the shiplap thing? Then, it's it's kind of the yeah, end thing nice. to do right now. It looks nice. 
yeah, it's very bougie. It's very, very in right now, but it looks nice. I like it. I blame the yeah, it's uh, a nice accent to the room. The couple down in Waco, Texas. Blame them. Yeah. Do you know who? You know, do you know that that couple on TV? They have that. They buy how they get houses for people that are that need to be fixed up. No. And then they redo it all. It's like I mean, I'm sure I've seen it, but Magnolia Designs is the ladies. Company. I watch a lot of I watch a lot of uh, like house remodel shows sometimes. Getting going to sense of it because they're just fun to watch. Yeah. Um, God, what was what was her name? Her and her husband have this. Yeah, I think thing. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, she's the one. She's Joanna the- Gaines. That's her name. She's the one that has set a ton of the last ten years. She's been responsible for a ton of trends in people's houses. Oh, damn. And the shiplap thing is definitely is definitely because of her. So is the huh. uh, sliding barn door inside nice. of houses. You know what I'm talking about? Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's a big trend right now. It's all because of her. That's crazy. Yeah. And kind of cool too. It is. It's re- I think it's really cool. I mean, the lady has an amazing eye, so she knows yeah, what she's yeah, doing. It's cool stuff. Yeah. It's not, it's not just lame shit. No. Shiplap. I, I like it because it adds a. It's a cool accent wall that's like different, you know, right. it's not, I don't know, it just, it's, it's fun. And it wasn't that hard to do. You know, we did it ourselves and, uh, I, there was a couple of cuts that I had to do about four or five times because, you know, I'm not the best with the angle cuts, but I got it down. Yeah. Um, but you know, it was fun that just, you know, a little project we did in an afternoon to cut it and get all up there and, you know, then paint it. And do you, um, do you and Kaylee nice. work well together on projects? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Do you? Yeah, we're fine. That's good. That's good. I'm, I'm no, I mean. I'm jealous. Yeah, no, we do. We do fine because <laughs> we just get it done. You know, yeah. Been, right now, we've, right now we're working on. Um, we just cut down a bunch of trees in our forest, and uh, we're expanding. We're expanding our uh, in our forest yard out. <laughs> and we have a, we have a little forest, Did so you? we're expanding our yard out because we wanted to. Or our backyard um, is not that is it's not that big. But it's, yeah. it's so we're making like so like, like five 10, acres feet to it it's into the forest, and there's a bunch of um, smaller trees. So we went and uh, uh, cut them all down. We've been cutting those trees up and, and, you know, doing bonfires at night and burning them up. Yeah. And it takes like, it's like four or five hours of burning. And then we have to, you know, put it out and stuff. And we've been doing that. And that's been fun. It's kind of funny though, because I was out there. Your for neighbors a, must love you for all that burning. What's that? Your neighbors must love you for all that burning. Yeah. I don't fucking care. They can go, like whatever. <laughs> um, they're, they're, uh, they're around our fence and I'm, I'm sorry they built a neighborhood around our, around our property. That's not my fault or my problem. And I'm sorry they have rules they have to live by, and I don't because I'm not in their HOA because we're not part of it. But you know, we're not breaking the law. So people understand. But uh, Johnny bought a house, no, had, and if you look at the satellite imagery, <laughs> it is so funny <laughs> because he literally has houses lined up all around the perimeter of his property, and it looks like it. It legit looks like you own the castle, and they're all like. The peasants around your house, around your. You castle. say that, but we got a letter when we first moved in from some asshole who was who called us like the castle people and told us we were fucking dickwads. Our dogs were barking outside oh, ten in the morning. It was so on a wonderful. Saturday. It was so funny. But that was, did you write that note, Kenrick? Did you write? Were you fucking with me? Oh yeah, man, that was all me. And the best is he said he gave you that aerial shot, and it was just and then yeah. he like didn't he like circle your house or something? And then he did, he did. <laughs> but it was. Yeah, whatever. So I, all I could think of for like two hours because we're having our vents clean. Yeah, and the dogs were biting the hoses for the fence, and the guy's like, "Yeah, if your dog breaks this, it's gonna blow his head up. So you should probably get him off." And I had to, so we had to tie him up to a tree outside. Yeah, for two hours, at like from like noon or from like ten to noon on a Saturday. Yeah, sometimes and people like, just freak out. And they don't come on. They, it's one thing if it's every Saturday for like six months straight. Yeah, you know, then I can. Hey, man, can you like give me a Saturday to relax without having to? hear your freaking right. dog bark i can get that but at the same time one saturday come on calm down well it was like 
we'd only we'd only been here for like two weeks as well. And we were just moved in. We were going through the process of getting things clean and, <laughs> and vents clean and, and looked at. I don't know, know why that's so funny. Look, it's like, fuck off, man. Fuck off. So anyways, we're pushing our forest back because what we're going to do is we're going to um, clean up the forest and take out a lot of the brush out uh-huh. and all like the small, like the small little, like little trees and leave the big trees. And then we're going to end up building a, a gazebo with a fire pit in it in the middle of the forest because it's a big open area. Yeah. So we can have like a hangout spot in the forest. So we're pushing the trees back and we got to cut them all up. And uh, so Kyle and Cameron came over one day uh, with uh, with uh, their chainsaw and they just cut down a bunch of trees for us. Yeah. And then um, they left one of the chainsaws we used to cut stuff up with. And uh, we've been doing that. Well, this other day I was out there with um, three of my kids and I'm like, all right, you guys, you're responsible just to grab the brush and put it in a pile and I'll take it and I'll burn it in a file, uh, burn it in the fire. And uh, it was like pulling teeth because they, they get distracted. They just stop so much. And then Kaylee comes out after work and um, starts helping. And then all of a sudden it's like the, predict- the, the productivity level just skyrocketed as getting stuff done. We got through so much of the trees um, when she got out there because, you know, she wasn't a kid who just stopped every 30 seconds had to get yelled at to keep going yeah that's funny. but i'm like i look back and i'm like man if i would if i would have done that shit to my dad if i would just stopped and not and i would have gotten my ass beat as a kid yeah you can't beat him anymore no no i just remember i remember growing up i've if, if we're outside doing yard work with my dad which wasn't very often because my dad hated yard work but if, or if i was supposed to be doing yard work probably not with my dad and i just didn't do it i would have gotten so much trouble like it's crazy my dad told me on april <laughs> fools that there was a puppy in the wood pile and I'll yeah. find it if I move the wood from from there to there. <laughs> and I was like six, so I frantically started tossing wood everywhere, looking for this puppy. Yeah, until he finally came outside laughing at me because it was April Fools. That's sad and funny. My dad, um, there was a uh, our yard my, growing up. We didn't take care of our yard very well growing up because my dad didn't like to. My dad hated. I think my dad mowed the lawn three times in the twenty some years he was there, and uh, evidence was like was like me, and I was too young to begin with. Um, so our yard was always overgrown. And so my parents were like in the summertime, like would bring over like our cousins and like, all right, guys, let's get the yard done. You guys work on it. We'll, and we'll take you out to ice cream or dinner afterward or something, you know? And I remember one time I was probably about six or seven years old. And my dad was like, as soon as we can see that wood pile, we'll get ice cream. So I stood back and I laid down there and I just took the clippers and like clipped a path to the wood pile. I was like, all right, dad, you can see it. Let's go. <laughs> He's like, what? I'm like, you didn't say we had to clear it. You said, if you can see the wood pile and you can see it, let's go. Yeah. And to my dad's credit, we went and got ice cream and then we had to come back and finish. But it was, it was just funny. So I was like, no, no, you can see it. I did what you asked. Give me my reward, <laughs> which <laughs> was- is funny because. I think it's hilarious, but when my kids try to pull that shit on me, I'm like, no, fuck you. Go do, go finish your shit. Yep. Yep. Because I would have been like, you got the spirit, but not the intent. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't say fuck you to my kids, but in spirit, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, uh, you've been watching WandaVision? I've watched the first two episodes. I'm going to watch the third. I was going to watch the third one today before we talked, mm-hmm. but I was like, I started watching. It. I was like, man, I'm watching this with Kaylee. And I really don't want to, I, I feel guilty if I'm watching a show with her and I watch it without her. Yeah. Because but we, then we she watches shows together. without you because so that's I paused what, it. That's I'm what watch, I I'll watch it today with her. Yeah, probably after we start, stop talking, I'll go and watch it with her right now. Yeah. But then she'll watch whatever show she wants when you're not around. Not if we're watching it together. If it's one, if it's one we're like watching together, she won't watch without me. Yeah. Yeah. And then she lies to you. <laughs> probably but i mean it's a, it's a it's a it's a little white lie that's hurt nobody unless you tell me so don't ruin it don't ruin the magic oh man she's already watched it she texted me said oh man wandavision 3 so good <laughs> that's a lie she doesn't, she doesn't text you <laughs> never bitch <laughs> uh you're the uncle you should be texting her no actually it'd be the other way around she's my niece she should be te- texting me no 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 no, no, no. no. you're the adult no you're no the no. Older one. no one ever goes oh you should 
you should, you know, you, you should call your niece. No, they say you should call your uncle. You should call your mom or you should call your dad. They don't ever say the other way around. Don't be trying to pull that shit. No, 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 no. You're saying the kid's responsible for talking for making for keeping keeping the line of communication open or keeping the relationship open with the with the, the I'm not adults. saying anything like that. Order. You're like reading into something, me joking around. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> Just gotta make sure it's correct. Don't it's make all. it uncomfortable. It, there's no correctness to be made. <laughs> None whatsoever. As long as we agree that I'm correct, we're fine. Uh, that'll never happen. Because you know why, dude? Because so long ago you told me you don't care if you're right or wrong. You just want to win the argument. So now it's like, well, then I don't care if you're arguing. That's not actually true, though. I just said that. No, to you, you said it. Did you say it? Yeah, you said it. So it's out there now. <laughs> it's out there. And that's fine. It can be out there. Oh. But context is key. Context is key. That is true. <laughs> that is so true. What do you think context of the first two episodes? So many things. Oh, the first ones are great. I liked them. Uh, they're... They're, I mean, they're, they're definitely building block episodes. Uh, yeah. I, and it, 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 it's building this world that you don't know what's going on in. And I, I, I like that about it. Um, I have an idea of what I think is going on. Yeah, I have an idea too. But I want to wait until I watch season three, episode three. Well, to no, see, like episode three doesn't. It. I mean, episode three gives you hints of things. There's definitely some yeah. more things are starting to form. But, right, right. Um, episode two gives you hints too at the end, yeah. very end. But yeah, I'm I sure think three gives what you more. Are, what, what do you think is happening? Oh, we're doing this now? Well, just we'll have another conversation about episode three, but I mean, I'm I just think I, I think I think it's Wanda creating a world uh, to live in, and she's. I, I think there's some other force trapped assisting with this, but I think a lot of it is 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 that um, Wanda is controlling a lot of this, and she's mourning the loss of Vision. She's basically, she's recreated this. She's recreated him. That's what out I out of reality. That's what I think too. Because. Because she can control reality, and they're in the comics at least, and she and they're they're bringing that into the movies, and that's what I think. She's a lot too. more powerful than anybody thinks. Yeah, she's of all the characters they've introduced so far in the MCU, she's the most powerful. Yeah, and I think she's she's way more powerful than um, Thanos. Yeah, because she don't need a reality stone to control reality. She already she is does. a reality stone. Yeah, <laughs> you know, she's more powerful than you know Doctor Strange. You know, even in the comics and everything, because Doctor Strange relies on because for her, it's all it's her. You know what I mean? She's right. not relying on outside forces to to manipulate the things that she does. She can do. She just does. And so it's right, it, just her. It's just her. So it's it's interesting to see how they're going to bring this in, because as soon as they can, like, I feel the same way. Right. As soon as they confirm that she's manipulating reality of this, all bets are off. Yeah, because she could literally and bring back vision if she wants to. Right, right. Well, I mean, and, and she, as you, in this episode two, she makes herself pregnant, right? Yeah. And, and in the comics, she makes herself, she, in the, in the Visions comic, you know, about, which is partially, this is based off of that, but it's also based off the old Scarlet, uh, Vision and Scarlet Witch comics and, and new stuff too. But, um, you know, she basically makes herself pregnant with Vision's baby, which is impossible because he's a robot, but she's fucking Scarlet Witch. She can do whatever she wants. Right. <laughs> pretty much. Well, he's not just a robot though. Well, I mean, he's not a human. No, not a human. But he's not just a robot. But we can't. What would you classify him as? Is he an android? 
Is he yeah, is he just a robot? I mean, I don't know. Actually, now you think about it, because like the Soul Stone, well, it is the gem in his head. And the the original thing that's not a that's not a, a part of the Infinity Stones at first, right? That's is that just not, part not, of the MCU no. that did that? No, that was later. That was because Vision started off in, in Avengers fifty three, I think it was or fifty four, right? And that was way before the Infinity Saga, right? I mean, that was right. in the seven sixties, right? The Infinity Saga was the early nineties. So, but yeah. I'm just saying. Even in the early, but in the comic books, did they have this his stone in his head be the an Infinity Stone? I have no idea. I, yeah, don't, I don't know think either. So. I, I think, think that was new to the movies. Yeah, I think that was new but to I'm the not, movies. I'm not sure. It's interesting. It's an interesting thing. I, I think they did a good job in the MCU. Yeah, they changed a lot of stuff, but I mean, I think it was it was good for the movie world to change for those things. I mean, the but they changed the a lot of stuff. It was obviously different, but it was good. Yeah, but they change a lot of stuff in the comic books all the time. Yeah, yeah. So it's like meh. Was, now, before anybody out there, Robert, says anything about things being changed and being good, there's a big difference between changing a storyline and keeping the spirit of the storyline there versus changing a storyline and ignoring everything that makes that character in the storyline good. So there's a huge difference there. Right. So I can just hear someone, but Snyder did. No, fuck him. He <laughs> fucked everything up. Like, I, I don't, I don't you, care anymore. I'm not. I, I'm happy that people who love it get to see the Snyder Cut and right. I'll watch the Snyder Cut and maybe to be are good. Are you excited for the Snyder Cut? Like, Am I you, excited for it? No. No, I'm not. Right. I'll watch it because it's more it's more Superman and more Batman and more more DC characters. Well, I mean, excited but, doesn't have to mean a, a happy excitement, but you could be excited to I, see it in a way of like you're morbidly curious of how they're gonna fuck this up. Or yeah, I, or, I mean, I'm I'm curious about how where this is gonna go and like what magical thing Snyder's gonna do to fix these characters that he bastardized horribly. But like <laughs> the, the the point is like. Did they change Captain America and Iron Man in the movies? Yes. But did they lose the spirit of what those characters were? No. Did they change Superman and Batman in the movies? Yes. Did they lose the spirit of who those characters were? Also, yes. Did they change you know? Spider-Man? They didn't change him that much. They changed much. Spider-Man a lot. I mean, they, 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 they modernized him a lot from the 60s one. He's, he's, well, you they did change to, him. You have to change I, I, You have to modernize I, some I like, to make it relatable. I like how they have Spider-Man in the MCU. He's, he's different, but I like it. Yeah. I don't know what's different I don't, about I him. I don't though. like how tech his suit is, though. Oh well, yeah, that's because yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't like everybody having an Iron Man suit, you know? Right. It means everybody's Iron Man. Like he's he basically just Iron Man with spider powers, you know? It's like no, it's I, I like it more when he's just Spider Man, you know? Do you, do you think the uh, Black Widow? They're already talking about a sequel to the movie. <laughs> they haven't released yet. Right, but they're they're anticipating that they want to get it released so that they can greenlight the second one. Yeah, because they're gonna have what the lady that plays her sister take over the role as Black Widow. Okay, and I guess they did that in the comic book as well. I I don't, I don't know Black Widow very well, except for really, uh, I knew her as a character from you know guest starring, I guess you could say, in other comic books. <laughs> you know, well, I knew her from uh, the Daredevil, her, her Daredevil run. She's in Daredevil for a while. Yeah, but I I didn't know her very well. I knew of her, you know, I've read books with her in it, but I didn't know the right. character. Um, until the MCU. And then, and I think Scarlett Johansson did an amazing job being the Black Widow. And it's hard for me to think of anybody else playing that role now. Yeah, me too. Because she embodies it so well. Yeah. And so um, I'm, cur- I, I'm, I'm excited to see this movie. It just pisses me off the, the way they killed her. It pisses me off the way that she's dead. And then the fact that Gamora gets to come back, but she doesn't, which doesn't make any sense. Well, it doesn't make any sense because if you think about the way Endgame ends with Cap going back to put all the stones back at the time before they were taken, she wouldn't be dead anymore. Because if he puts the soul stone back before it was taken, that's before she died. Right. Unless, so, um, 
unless the soul stone isn't confined by paradox. Possibly, but I mean, they have to define that. But by by their own definition of the movie, I mean, unless I miss something, putting it, taking it back to before it was taken, so the timeline does not get interrupted, would mean that it would be otherwise. She's just jumping off a cliff and dying for no reason. Right, but Gamora is not the same Gamora that died. No, it's it's a different Gamora. It's a different timeline Gamora. Yeah, and so part of me is like, well, then they could do that with the Black Widow. They could. You know, and I don't could, understand. Or they, could, or they could answer the question of when when Cat put that stone back is, is did she come? Did she not die? Yeah. Well, and and you can clear that up by saying the Soul Stone's not relied doesn't rely on paradox. She died because she died, yeah. and that's it. And she's not right. coming back. But even if you put the stone back, should, it's something they should clarify though, because yeah. it's a, it's a big ho- open hole question. Yeah. And then the other thing is though is uh, I and I I was upset at the end of Endgame, and they had this huge funeral for Tony. And nothing for her. Yeah, that kind of pissed me off it, too. It, it really bothered me. It was like this doesn't make because it, it should have been a dual funeral then. Yeah, because they both die in this fight. Yeah, man. How they are they going to sacrifice themselves? How are they going to deal with Black Panther, man? Chadwick Boseman. I can't. I literally it hurt my heart. Yeah, yeah. And well, they're not. They're not replacing him. Um, and then in, in two, they're not going to make. They're not. I don't think they're doing a new Black Panther actor in that role. Nope. nope they're I not. I think what they're doing is they're going to make Suri Black Panther. But she was only Black Panther for a limited time, right? Yeah, but I mean, they can. I mean, they can still do it, you know. Oh no, they can definitely do it. I'm. I'm not opposed to it. I think it's going to be rad. Don't get me wrong. I'm just asking a question. She was only yeah Black Panther for a limited time, and I wonder if they're going to maintain that, or if she's going to be the Black Panther here on out. I mean, unless 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 they recast him down the road, uh, you know, recast T'Challa down the road, or like they do a full a reboot Black Panther. But I mean, why not make it her? Why not? I mean, let let her be Black Panther in the MCU, since. I mean, unfortunately, Chadwick Boseman's not here anymore, and he was amazing in that role. But let Siri take it over, and uh, you know, kind of do something new in the MCU. It'd be kind of fun. I, I just don't. I don't. I didn't read it. Did you read any of those with her as the Black Panther? I read one or two of them. They're, I mean, they're fine. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'll be honest. I'm not a big Black Panther fan of the comics. Like, I didn't really care. Yeah, about him. Um, it's just like Captain America. I didn't give two shits about or Thor. I didn't. I didn't care about those characters in the comics, and I, st- I still really don't. In the I've read some newer ones that are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but growing up and throughout until the movies, I really thought those characters were lame as hell. Yeah. Um, the really? MCU characters versions of them are amazing. I love them. Like Cap and Thor, are some of my favorite characters in movies because they're just amazingly well done. Yeah. And Black Panther was amazingly well done as well. And I've read some comics since then that are pretty Thor good. Was but, lame. I, mean, I just never cared about them in the comics beforehand. You thought Thor was lame. Dude, I thought Thor was the lamest character in the world. So how much did you did laugh not. at Adventures in Babysitting when he teases his sister about Thor? Yeah, that was funny. And that was funny. I just thought I just thought Thor was the dumbest guy in the world. Oh, that's not funny. Cap, I loved I just I, I had this, this stick up my ass where I'm like, Cap, like it's just they're just trying to make Superman and but different. And there's nothing like Superman, but you know, it's in my my mind, it's like it's a lot different scheme and being a kid, I'm like, I mean, a kid who's super into DC and not Marvel, right. I was like, you know, finding ways to make them fight in my head, you know. That'd be an interesting thing. Compare and contrast Captain America with Superman. They're very different. Um, they're very they similar, but they're some, very they different. Some, yeah, they have similarities in like their morals and like what they stand for, and and their their vigilance to to keep fighting for the for humanity. Uh, but like their origins are different, their power sets are different, the way in which they tackle things are different. You know. Yeah, that's that's the uh, on the surface. That's for sure. Yeah, it's interesting too. It's like, in what era do you compare and contrast? Because if you, I think if you, I feel like if you do the Golden Age. They're more similar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, in the Golden Age, everybody was trying to make a Superman character. Everybody. Yeah. Well, they're like, both everybody very pro-American. Captain Marvel and... was created for that. I mean, everybody wanted a Superman character. Who was first? Superman or Shazam? Who was first? Mm-hmm. Superman. Superman was the first comic book superhero. Was he? 
Yes. <laughs> the only one, the only character like that had You're powers like, yes. that predates Superman is a shadow. Like, how could you even ask that? <laughs> well, I, I, I am a little curious about how you can even ask that. Like Superman is Superman's worth so much money because he's the first, like he's the original. Oh, he's I, the original superhero. Oh, I thought it was the Phantom. Like, so the Phantom doesn't count as a superhero. He's a pulp hero. Like the, like the shadow and the Phantom are pulp heroes. And yeah. I know it's a it's a fine oh, line, but they, they're not the Guinness Book of World Records heroes, recognizes the Phantom as the first superhero. The Phantom was out was out years before Superman, but it's it's not the same thing. It never it was never considered the same thing. No, come the Guinness Book of World Records disagrees. Created by Leaf Falk, the first superhero was the Phantom, who debuted in his own newspaper comic strip on 17th of February, 1936. He recounted the adventures of Kit Walker, who donned a mask and purple outfit to become the Phantom, a.k.a. the ghost who walks. That's according right, right. to the Guinness Book of New, World newspaper Records. Newspaper comics, though. We're talking, we're talking, I mean, yeah, but not in comic books. And, and right. if, a lot of people don't, I mean, yeah, they consider it now, but like the dawn of the superhero is Superman, not the Phantom. Oh, I, dude, don't, uh, Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just reading what this and says. Everybody here. and everybody tried to mimic Superman once he was out because it was, I mean, insanely popular. The Phantom gets kind of a, a bad rap. You don't ever hear about him anymore. Uh, he is super popular overseas, and there's a there's actually a yeah, uh, no, there's a, a, a we talked about this somewhere. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I like I, I like the Phantom movie with Billy Zane. I, I like Billy Zane as an actor, but uh, I like that movie too. I wish they would have made more. Yeah, who's your? Uh, who do you think? Let's after. After Spider-Man, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and who's the fourth? Those are the big four, right? Yeah. I mean, I, you can't – Who? I mean, is there any one character that's bigger than those four when it comes to comic books? No. That's ha- had the impact that those four have had? Maybe no. Wolverine as a modern-day no, superhero? I don't think anybody has had or could have the same impact as, as like Superman, Batman, Spider-Man – Wonder Woman or like groups like the X Men, those there nobody will ever have the impact of those. So unless something really strange happens in the world. After, because well, it's not and it's not that they can't nobody's gonna create a character that's that's important as as important as those characters. It's that it's the it's the times, right? Superman and Batman are important yeah. because they paved the way. <laughs> Captain America is important because he paved they he paved the way oh, for Captain America for them to become Captain America would be the popular. Spider Man and X Men redefined comic books in the sixties. Yeah. So they redefined how to tell stories and how and what stories about comic books could be about. And I'm not. It's I'm trying you know, to ask you a, a question. Of, it's, it's also a matter of right place, right time. <laughs> I'm trying to ask you a question. Damn it! <laughs> well, let me finish my fucking thought. Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, I was still asking you the question, and you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's well, funny. let me finish my damn thought. God, <laughs> I have right, to ask I'm you done. the question you then to get your thought out. I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm lost. Damn it! <laughs> this is all your fault. Probably after those, I think Captain America would be a fifth one. Yeah. Would it be Captain uh, America? He holds a lot of a lot of importance in history. Let's let's put Captain America. So those are the five. After that, who 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 becomes the sixth? Who as in your mind for you? For me personally, or yeah, what yeah, I think if is you personally, or maybe it coincides with both, or maybe um, you know, maybe maybe not, maybe so. Who do you think it is? I don't know. I mean, if I'm thinking of of importance to the medium, because I feel like once you get past those five, it just explodes. Because you have the Flash, you have yeah. you know, you have. Um, to an extent, even Hawkman, right? Kind of an important right. character, considering uh, just how long he's been around. But maybe not. And then there's, but then there's Shazam, and then there's shoot all those the X Men and Wolverine. Maybe Wolverine's a one that you could you could say is right up there. I don't know. I mean, Wolverine's a popular character, but is he important? 
Like, did he, did he genre define anything, you know? I mean, he helped he helped bring the anti-hero in, which also brought in characters like Lobo and Deadpool afterwards. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, um, maybe he is. Not, but Wolverine's not, Wolverine's not really an anti-hero. He's just a hero with a with an attitude, you know? Yeah. Uh, the Punisher, maybe. I think the Punisher was the first real anti-hero. Such a weird name, the anti-hero. Still a hero. Yeah. But not a hero. Hero, which are anti- I know, and it's, <laughs> it's a dumb name. So you're a hero, basically, you're a hero with an attitude. Yeah. A hero with an, like, yeah. I, I don't know, honestly. It's a tough question. Um, I would think characters like Hellboy... Possibly because Hellboy brought in he, he brought in a whole new acceptable genre into comics mainstream because while that genre was there of like that horror suspense mystery was was there in comics it yeah. wasn't a mainstream um, world in comics until and then Hellboy Hellboy blew up on the scene and now you see a lot more mainstream you know indie comics and and touching on that vibe of that horror the that mythology that supernatural s element coming into more mainstream stuff <laughs> so maybe something like hellboy where it brought in a whole new genre into the world of comics you know that's a great choice though hellboy's a great choice cuz he he's kind of like right there underneath the other one you could say is sandman yeah sandman would also would yeah well i mean actually that's a good point you probably wouldn't have uh, things like hellboy becoming popular without things like sandman paving the way with bringing in that weirdness yeah and john you know? it, swamp thing alan moore swamp thing and swamp thing too yeah that's interesting. You know what's funny is DC sets a lot of trends. Yep. You know, which is kind of funny. You think about it. They they set a lot of trends. They like they set up good and they always have good things, but sometimes they don't send a follow through. Yeah, I think that has to do with top heavy management sometimes. Yeah. Where people start doing these. It's getting better, right? The DC comics are are kind of they're nowadays they're kind of let to do their thing in the comic world because the money makers are the movies and the TV shows, which DC needs to get better at those. Right. But um, I don't know if you saw Wonder Woman 84, but it's very problematic. <laughs> I did see Wonder Woman 84. I, I thought it was fun. I mean. No, it's it's a very fun, entertaining film until you think about it. Yeah, I didn't really think about it, though. I just had fun with it and like, then it was done. They literally had Steve Trevor possess a dude, fuck Wonder Woman, fuck off his life for the entire film where he's literally possessed by another dude. And then all of a sudden he's gone and then Wonder Woman flirts with him. That's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> she bangs another dude who's possessed by Steve Trevor. <laughs> That's weird. And the ramifications of that, like, does he have a job? Does he have a family? Does he have friends? Like, what about his, what about that guy's life? Did he essentially die for the time Steve Trevor was there? Was he trapped inside the body? This was my like, issue all with these questions. the end of Endgame when they had Captain America go back in time and, and, and be with, uh, what's her name? And I was like, with... But she had a she had a life. She had a husband. Carter. She had all this, and then yeah. you just screwed all of oh, that. I, I don't like Captain America's ending in Endgame. I don't like the fact that he gave up. Yeah. Or sorry, sorry, people who like it. I, he didn't give up. He got the ending in, in the life that he finally wanted. And he deserved. Fuck off. That's not Captain. Captain America's not going to give up. Right. And we don't know if he did. Like he may, maybe he still fought some stuff and and ended that. But he says, "What you deserve, what you get, are two different things." I can do this all day. Yeah. What you deserve and what you get are two different things. Right. Captain America is a forever fighter. Like in my opinion, Captain America would be like he's a super a forever hero, fighter. not a family man. Yeah. So I, I think he'd have a hard time just sitting back and doing nothing through like like so they're basically telling us like what gets me is like they're basically saying that the Captain America sat by and let Ultron happen and let Loki happen, just didn't say anything, he didn't try to help at right, all. Right. It's like, no, these things have to happen. I can't intervene. Right. You know? It's like I don't think Cap would do that, even if he was old. Yeah. You'd still come and be like, no, here it I doesn't am. make any sense. So yeah, that part doesn't make I, any I really, sense. But it's funny that you bring I, up the whole thing with the guy in Wonder Woman eighty four because I didn't think about that. Now I do. I'm like, you're right. That is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. 
and like the, the movie was fun. I enjoyed it. My kid, we watched it with my kids. We watched it on New Year's Eve. You know, yeah. it was we had a lot of fun with it. The kids loved it. But the more you think about it, or like the Invisible Jet, I loved the Invisible Jet. It was super cool. They had it in the movie. Yeah. But the way they made it invisible, like really, all of a sudden she can she can fucking avatar it invisible. Come on, <laughs> really? She waves her hands and now oh, it's invisible. I, mean, I want to know why like, that jet had fuel in some, it. Yeah, they're just some random new fucking powers where she can make it invisible. Like that doesn't make any sense. Or better yet. That plane could not fly to Egypt. Well, why does it? Why does the Smithsonian have full fueled jets ready to go? Right, and even if it did, that plane would have crashed like like a thousand, two thousand miles in the outside of Egypt in the water. It, it can't fly that far. Are you sure? Like that jet? I don't know anything about fly. it, no, so I don't know. I haven't looked it up. They, no, they can't. I, I promise you, they can't. There's a whole like uh, film thread. There's a whole video on it with all the math of, of all the jet fighters and that they could have picked out and how far they'd fly, and none of them would reach. None of them would reach Egypt. None of them. Right. Because they're not meant for long-term flights. Yeah, that, that part you can suspend your disbelief on. But the whole, the way she made it invisible. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how she does it in the comic book. So I'm like, I, 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 it didn't dawn. I mean, I was watching. I was like, okay, that's kind of hokey, but whatever. Yeah. But again, I had a lot of fun with it. It was, a, it was a fun movie. The fight scenes were cool. But like, oh, the end when she, and it was funny. I was just, I was just on a radio show yesterday uh, on Thursday talking about Wonder Woman because they asked me to come on. But, um. It's like at the end of the movie when she obviously spoilers when she has her lasso and she's trying to lasso um, the guy to get for the truth and he, she can't Pedro. break through and then all of a sudden she just does and there's like no explanation how she managed to get through this when she couldn't at all before and then she's somehow able to use the lasso to speak through the lasso through him to the world to talk about the wishes right and it's like really and then like did, did that scene everybody you know what that scene reminded me of was her doing huh. that whole uh, imagine video that people just destroyed at the beginning of the pandemic oh yeah that's what yeah, it reminded pretty me pretty much of. yeah <laughs> i was like oh she's doing a magic <laughs> right well like and then, and then cheetah resends her wish i'm like cheetah would not resend her wish if that was cheetah that is not how cheetah rea- would react she did would she like, resend nope, her wish fuck you yeah i didn't think she did uh, she did she at the, at the end she's standing there and she's leaning up there and she goes i resend my wish and oh. she goes back to being kristen wig you know or barbara well can we say this though but, kristen wig did an excellent job I thought, oh yeah, Christmas was amazing. Yeah, was I thought great. she was my favorite part of that whole movie. Yeah, I mean they 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 played a little too much into the nerdy fumbling person becomes the awesome athletic hot person, right? Like they do in every superhero movie. Like they, but I mean she was great, and I liked her as Cheetah. I wish they would have just kept her as Cheetah. But um, they there was there's a lot of problems with that film. Like it's it's like the writers wrote scenes of the movie, but didn't actually write a plot to the movie and right. connect anything because it's like it's just a. It, I don't know. Because the first one is so good. Um, but it's great until you think it's a great movie until you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, come back here for Johnny to ruin more movies next week on Spoiler <laughs> Country. <laughs> what radio show are you on? Uh, I saw so my uh, my buddy at work. His mom hosts a radio show oh, in okay, Seattle. I yeah, I've, been exactly. on, I've been on it before. Yeah. So she brought me back on. I came on and talked about uh, Infinity War one time, and then she asked me to come back on and talk Wonder Woman. And then um, she's uh, going to ask me to come back on again and talk. Um, she wants to talk Doctor Who or something like that soon. You're going to talk about Doctor Who. I'm going to try. Yeah. You don't even like Doctor Who. I do like Doctor Who. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Then why do I watch it? <laughs> oh, you started watching it now because when we talked about it, I was like, I had to tell you, I had to, I had to come up with a scenario to get you to watch an episode. That was like. Two and a half years ago. <laughs> Still. <laughs> and I watched? liked that episode and I've been watching it off and on since then. And my daughters watch it. They watch Do you the new watch one. So the new one? Talk about Jody leaving. And I was like, okay, I'll talk about that. Is she leaving the show? 
Yeah, yeah, they, they're, it's time for the, a new doctor. It hasn't been three years. Yeah, it has. No, it hasn't. She has not been on for three seasons. Every doctor Let's has been see. on for at least three seasons, except for what's his name? She's been on for two. Let's find out. What's her name? Jody Sweeten. She started being Doctor Who in 2017. Yeah, but they took like a full year off. You took a full year off. Let's see. How many seasons has the power of the internet and searching faster? <laughs> uh, let's see. Whatever. Apparently she's leaving at the end of 2021. Oh, so she's going to do another. Oh, she might. Okay. So they're setting up for her third season then. Cause they just yeah. ended her second. Okay. So she's leaving at the end of three. Gotcha. Yeah. 30, 32 episodes, whatever so far. Yeah. Uh, Jody Sweeten is the girl from full house. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is Jody Whit- this is Jody Whitaker. Jody Whitaker. I'm gonna look it up Jody Sweet because you said Jody Sweet. <laughs> Did I say Jody Sweet? Yeah. Because I was like, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> so I'm like, like, how many seasons has Jody Sweeten been on Doctor Who? <laughs> Full House None. comes up. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, oh, that makes hilarious. sense. So she's leaving at the end of three. Um Yeah. God. Apparently. I don't know. I have I have I have I'll no be honest, I didn't really what they told me. I don't know. I I, I liked I liked her as Doctor Who. I didn't yeah, like the too. writing on, on these seasons. The writing? Mm-mm. Like, dude, the Matt Smith writing stuff was amazing. Uh, oh, Matt Smith's great. Uh, what's his name? Uh, my favorite Doctor. David Tennant. David Tennant. Those writings were amazing. Um, Peter Capaldi. Yeah, Peter Capaldi was pretty good. It wasn't as great as Matt Smith, but Peter Capaldi was good. Uh, and, but the Jodie Sweetin one, she was great. But the writing just, I don't it just didn't seem... It's like they're trying too hard to be um, politically correct, you know? Yeah. Just write a good story, you know? Don't force anything. Just write a good story. And if it hap- if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't, you know? And go from there. Just, you know, just open your mind to have new things be in there, you know? But just don't be worry about having to have, like, it felt like every group had to be included, you know? The white race, yeah. the Indian, black, the old white man. It's just it, like every single thing had to be included and they had to go through and it just, it just felt, it felt forced as opposed to just naturally writing it, you know? Right. Like, I don't care who they, they could have, like, I don't think she should have a team of freaking sidekicks. Traditionally they have one sidekick, you know? Right. And it makes, and it, it just, cause, because then you get a better interpersonal relationship with the two, you, yeah. you know? And I don't know. I think they kind of, they I think they should have just kept the, uh, the girl cop. And just, right. cause she, cause out of all of them that was on, she was the only one to me that was interesting. The other ones were kind of boring, you know, I mean, and not to be a jerk. It wasn't the actors by any stretch. I just thought they were written boring, but the cop had the most interesting stories to me and had the most interesting dynamic of what the world was going on around her. And so I thought keeping, just keeping her with, with, uh, Jodie Whittaker as Dr. Who, that would have been a better, more cohesive unit. And then they could have done all in, you know, all the crazy writing that they want to do. So I, I just, I don't know. So the whole Jodie Whittaker version of Doctor Who, I haven't been as invested. Huh. Good to know. Good to know, you, good to know that you hate women. Yeah, kidding, that's kidding. what you got out of don't that. Thanks, man. <laughs> it's good to know you hate diversity, Kenrick. God. Yes, I hate diversity. <laughs> Can't stand it. Oh, man. I don't know. Can't do it. I just, I, 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 because... <clears throat> I love Doctor Who. I don't Who. care. I just want good stories. Yeah. That's all I want. Yeah, I just want a good story. I love Doctor Who. I love how they do it. Um, I'll be sad to see her go, though, because they, you know, it's the thing is, is it's all comes down to the showrunner when it comes to Doctor Who. It's not even the players involved as much as the showrunner. Right. The person who shapes how it goes and, and 
yeah. shapes the uh, the format of you know where it's going to head out to. Shapes the universe. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. I'm excited to see. I didn't know you were watching it. Yeah, I watch it off and on. Not I'm not as not as like, I think die hard on it as I, as you pull. Dude, speaking of shows, not not to do a hard left turn, but it's, it's yeah. whatever. Have you watched the show Powers? No. So it was out in like 2015, 2014 on some streaming service based off the comic book Powers by Brian Michael Bendis. Wait, wait, and, wait before um, you get get into that, my, my, my last little tidbit. Sorry, because I don't want to get off yeah. into another tangent and not come back and have to come all the way back around. Now you have at least you could take my opinion and maybe you can shape it into your own when you go on your radio show. Have something to talk about. Yeah, I will. So there you go. Like my buddy hates women, hates and this is what he said. No, <laughs> hates women, and here's why. Even though no, I'm okay, saying the say most that. interesting character is a is an Indian female cop, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. Look, I'm going to take the pieces out of this conversation that's going to make it sound good. Okay. Okay. So that's powers it. go. Yeah. So powers. So it's a, it was a show on. It's based on Michael. Uh, uh, Brian Michael Bendis and Michael Avon Oming's comic from uh, in any comic from that was been on forever and forever powers. Yeah, and I'm watching it. Uh, I I I've been meaning to watch it forever. So I'm like, oh, the comic's pretty cool. And so I'm watching. I've watched the first two episodes, and I can't decide whether I like it, I don't like it, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's just like you're indifferent, you're just trying too hard. You know? Are you indifferent? I don't know yet. Like there's parts of it that I like and enjoy, but like the main character is not very likable yeah. in the show. I, I'm quick to, so I kind of get <laughs> studios always like access stuff really fast. You yeah. Know, you know, and I always feel like that's not fair because you're not giving them a chance to get into something, especially when it's um, good writing and it's a good show, but you know, you guys have it on some weird time and the audience isn't, you know, you're not connecting with your audience because they don't know it's there. Right. Or they do what like Fox did with Firefly because some executive didn't like the show. So they played it out of sync and they played it on different days and everything and they just ruin it. But if I'm watching a show and I don't like the main character and I'm indifferent and I don't know, I have dude, gun, cut. There's too many other stuff out there. Right, right. I probably probably won't watch. And it has Eddie Izzard in it too, which is cool. I love Eddie Izzard. But I just... Um, I just I don't know if I, I don't know if I can keep going on the show. I, 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 just, I don't know if I want to keep this, going. Is that the one where they is that the one where they like take over somebody's house? Or is it superheroes? No. The the plot of it is is there's their superheroes are called powers. They're powered people. And the main character is a guy who used to have powers named Diamond. Uh he, but he lost his powers. Um basically this guy Wolf took his powers away and he's a cop now and he's a cop in the powers division of the police force and they in they uh, and investigate and arrest um, people who abuse their powers or whatever. And like, there's this whole plot of like, there's uh, this people are, these powers, people are dying. This powered guy who can teleport was thought to have been dead, but now he's back and he's a bad guy, but he's, he's faking to be a good guy. And there's a bunch of young powered kids who like, they're feeling these drugs too. And like, it's very convoluted and very complex, like complex, but not complex plot mm-hmm, plot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and I don't know, I, I just don't know if I care for it or not. Like, um, the girl, I don't know if you watched it, but the the show Dear White People, the the main actress from that is in this show, and she's she's fantastic. And there's a couple of actors who are really great in this show. Like Eddie Izzard is playing Wolf, and he's doing he's fucking amazing. But like so far, I haven't been drawn into it yet, as far as like it being it being interesting to keep me going. Yeah, well, there you go. So I mean, I might give it one more episode and see, um, but we'll see. Yeah, check it out. Let me know how, what you think. If you're going to continue watching, maybe I'll check it out too. Yeah, I'll let you know. Is it on Hulu? You know. Well, man, I think we've come to a conclusion of a randomness episode here. Well, we I talked. just I just totally asked you a question. <laughs> did, I didn't hear. I didn't hear it. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm like, is it on Hulu? And you're like, well, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> that show, uh, what, what's it on? Amazon. 
It's on Amazon. On Amazon. Okay. Yeah. Let me know if you if you continue to watch it. Maybe I'll check it out too. I mean, because yeah, you didn't okay. sing a ringing endorsement. I will watch one more episode, and if I like it, I'll tell you. And if I don't, I'll tell you as well. All right. So there you go. All right. Continue, Johnny. I was just saying, I think we've come to a roundabout here of a, of a nice random talk with some technical difficulties and with some, apparently me not listening to you. You never um, listen to me. And well, it's because I found that if I don't just keep talking, I don't get to talk. That's so. such so bullshit, man. <laughs> that is so uh, bull. it's, it's very true on an interview episode. I think you should go back so. on an interview. And come from the man who says, I don't want to do interviews. <laughs> yeah. Because you, because you bully me out of them. Yeah. Okay, I'll take it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got you kind of got to take that one a little bit because you're self-proclaimed as a guy who won't shut up on interviews. Yeah, it and is it's true. hard to talk. I it's do. hard to talk around you on an interview, which is which is fine. I'm not like bitching about it, but it legit is hard to talk around with you on an interview with somebody. Yeah, sometimes I do get that way. Cuz if if I don't if I don't legitimately like interrupt you and tell you to stop talking, it's hard for me to talk on an interview with you cuz you're 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 very commanding of the interview, which is which is great. So it's like you, that's why you try to just sit back and listen and and don't say a lot, right? Until you fake go pee and make me talk. <laughs> well, you get uncomfortable. Well, I don't know if uncomfortable is the right word. Maybe it is the right word. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. You get it's the right word. You get uncomfortable. So then, if to get you out of your shell, because sometimes you've been on an interview, you didn't say anything. It's like, well, I, I, I want to hear what you have to say. Well, here's here's the thing about interviews with me is I love talking to people and having conversations with people. I would have a conversation with any of the people we've brought on the show. I hate the expectation of, I have to run this interview with questions and I have to peacefully know about this person and know what they're doing, what they want to talk about and know. You have to move the conversation forward. I'd rather just talk to people about whatever rather than like, so when you were writing that issue, what were you thinking about? You know, I I just, I don't like, I don't like, I mean, I'll ask questions that come up in, in natural form of the conversation, but I just don't like, Leading it with, is it the promotional aspect of it? Is it what the promotional aspect of it? No, it's just I just I just don't like the expectation that I'm supposed to know about them. <laughs> That's funny. You know, I I don't know. It's it's weird. I just don't. I I I find myself I don't mind asking some questions here and there, but I'd much rather just learn who they are as a person and talk to them and have that have that conversation and, and let it go where it's going to go, which is fine. But I know with some of the people we talk to, they def- there's definitely a, a need or a want to have. We have to ask these questions. We have to ask these questions. It's, it's just, it's for me personally, I, I love listening to it and I love what we do, but for me to do it, it's, it's, it's not exciting. Well, there you go. There it is. Hey, uh, now I sound like an asshole. Cause I'm like, Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. The last thing, can we stop with the fucking Bernie Sanders memes? <laughs> They're hilarious. No, it's old <laughs> now though, man. It's on every, it's overdone. It's like everywhere it'll be I done could. soon. I mean, it, it, those things last like a, a couple of days and then they'll be out. Oh God. Can't be fast enough. It's like, I used to love listening to Howard Stern every once in a while, but dude, yeah. he'd get on some kind of dumbass joke and then they just would go, they would do the same joke for like three hours in a row. And I used to, it, it drove me nuts. I think I'm done. I literally That's, stopped uh, li- listening to him because of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Cause it's, it's, I, I hate, so there's, there's a comedy. There's a comedy of that that works. The repetitive joke is annoying, but there's there's, there's a cycle, right? It's it's like the joke's not funny. Okay, now it's annoying. Okay, now it's funny because you keep doing it. Now right. it's not funny again. Just so stop doing it. Right. You know, it, is, it always gets to the point where okay, you stop being funny. You can stop doing it now. And then it's funny all over again. Yeah. But it has to be uh, funny know, in the first place no. for that to happen. <laughs> 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 if it's not funny and you keep doing it, it's still not funny. Well, it's still not. It, it, it's not funny, but the fact you keep doing it becomes funny. But then it becomes not funny again because you're annoying. Right. You know. 
All right. I don't know. That's a show. That's a show. We'll end it on annoying. <laughs> That's what we are. We're annoying today. That's right. Yay. Yay. All right, guys. Uh, it's been a while since we did a tot. It was a weird tot. And if you enjoyed that and you want to hear more, and, and, and if you have, if you don't know, tot stands for the tangent of tangents. This is number 19. And there you go. Number 19, a tangent of tangents. And Johnny and I have always had a tendency when we're just talking, we'll have, we'll even have like an episode where we have a, a fine thing that we're talking about and we'll end up going off on four different things. I mean, just listen to some of our intro outros with interviews. It happens. Right. So, <laughs> uh, I think the first episode we ever did, I, I think I coined that one saying it's the tangent of tangents. And then Johnny, uh, very quickly said it's a tot. So it, we've always just kept it as a tot. If you want to hear more like this, go to spoilerverse.com and there's tons. Just I think you can just do a search for TOT, right? Yep, search TOT on the website and you'll find all of them. Yeah. All, all 19 of them. And, and go go there. Go to spoilerverse.com, do a search for TOT and you'll find a bunch of tangent of tangents. They're a lot of fun. Um, you'll be shocked with some of the conversations that we have. And on top of that, if you want to hear some, some amazing guests, there's so many interviews there, you can't even shake a stick at it. There's just so much. There's like almost 600 episodes for you to peruse, yeah. have fun with, and right now, nothing's behind a paywall, and you should check it out. You should, and you should check out all the other shows, like Bridging the Kingdoms, Nerd from the Crypt, and Misery Front Radio, and Funny with Forensics, and High Pass Adventures, and White Desperate, all, all of them. So much fun stuff. And uh, you should go check out articles, and reviews, and previews, and all that cool stuff we have there, and uh, go to our store, buy a t-shirt, a face mask, a hoodie, look fly yourself, help support the site, because we know you want to. And uh, you should also come join and chat with us on Discord at scpod.us slash Discord and uh, come hang out with us there because we'd love to have you. There you guys go. In oceans of podcasts, we are Cthulhu. As Cthulhu compels you to do, open the mind and read more. <laughs>